Hello and welcome to the Ghost Bar. Pull up your sheets and have a drink with us. We are your hosts, Nick, Jareth, and Laura, where everything goes bump in the night. Disclaimer, this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes only. The hosts do not encourage others to drink unless they're adults and can drink responsibly. We also do not suggest nor do we approve of drinking while talking to ghosts. Should you or someone you know need help with alcohol abuse, please reach out to the National Alcohol Abuse Hotline. Now grab your preferred drink, sit back, and enjoy the show. So, okay, so, <laughs> so we're changing things up a little bit tonight, or today, whenever you're listening. Four and, of you there. Uh, uh, we're going to add, just for the spooky season only, um, if you like it, let me know. Let Nick know. Let let somebody know. Somebody that knows us, at least, know (laughs) that you like this or don't like this. But um, we're all going to share something, except for Billy, because Billy's... I'm here for commentating only. Okay, she's whatever. Yeah, fuck that. Um, (laughs) And so she's... uh, Yeah, so we're just... we're We're gonna list something that either book, movie, TV show, game, something spooky, something good, something paranormal that we think uh, the world should know about and should be checking out. So uh, Nick, do you wanna go first? Otherwise I can. Well, I have a digital book and a video game I would like to recommend. Go for it. So what's your book? Um, It's called the uh, the Guide to the Paranormal Side by me, and you can read it on Wattpad, and in there um, there's a story called A Ghost Named September, which we will talk about. And then the... Nothing like branding your own shit, man. Jeez. <laughs> right? Um, unless you're into the scary stories, the scary stories and more scary stories to tell in dark series is back. You can get all three of them out, and yeah, this is the, those are the books that are just really good to, you know, read during the Halloween season every year, no matter how many times you've read the books. And then um, you have the games, and wait, there, wait, uh, what kind of games? Like the games, like the scary. The, yes, the, they make games. I recommend no. I, I recommend a scary game now. Oh, okay. It's called. Um, there's a new one actually. It's either the fourth or the fifth one's coming out on all consoles, and it's called Fatal Frame, which is Fatal a frame? Fatal Frame. Yes, and it's about this um, old Japanese village that's haunted by the spirits of the ancients, and this woman goes in with her mysterious. Um, uh, camera and she has to capture images of the spirits in order to basically stop them and put them at bay. Sweet sauce. Yeah. yeah, since the first beginning it just kind of scared the crap out of us back in the days. Now here's the new one coming out and I thought, well, yeah, let's talk about Fatal Frame. No, that sounds awesome actually. 
so I'm going to do a book too, but it's not one that I fucking read. Or I mean, I did read it. <laughs> I mean, it's not one that I wrote. Jesus. It's, um, it's called uh, Daisy Darker. And it's by Alice Feeney, F-E-E-N-E-Y, for our, our listeners out there who are readers. Uh, this book is written very much like a, an Agatha Christie kind of style, but it's more modern day. And the ending, I was not anticipating at all. Um, the ending is very ghostly, and it threw off everything that I thought was actually happening. So, uh, yeah, I totally recommend it. I think it's a pretty new book that just came out recently within, like, this year. Uh, so Daisy Darker is the name of the book, and it's written by Alice um and yeah uh, do you have one Brooklyn yes oh yeah yeah tell us. Um, yeah. so I am not that much into horror because I get really scared really easily but I do like this movie called Mr. Vampire Ooh, it, tell. it is a Chinese horror comedy <gasps> and is it streaming anywhere I don't believe so, but you can buy it really cheap on Voodoo, I believe. Okay, so you have to find it in some like back alley, like secondhand DVD store. Is it from 1992 or 1985? 85, I believe. The 85. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what oh. There's like five movies. Um. Anyway, so it's about vampires and like what ghosts are in accordance to like. Chinese folklore and it's really interesting to see how they see the paranormal even though it is like a horror comedy so it's a little bit more lighthearted. it shows you like a different culture which I think is really cool so I'm gonna piggyback a little bit on that I can't remember the name of the show or the movie that was on Netflix and I don't know if it's even still on there but they had an Asian See, well, it wasn't a series. It was a couple movies that all kind of were of the same characters. And it was like called Ghosts. And then it had like other little names with it. But it kind of was the same, sort of sounded like the same thing. Like these, these aunties that all would go to these haunted locations. Usually it was like children's schools and that, that they'd stay the night. And it's it was just hilarious i don't know it was it was awesome it was great except instead of it being like a chinese um based it was uh i believe taiwan taiwanese taiwanese so let's be political um, anyway yeah so tonight we're all gonna each share all of us mm-hmm. fuck all right so most of us what about that one movie you were telling me about before like called drive through oh, yes on netflix yes it's about um a killer clown and his name is horny oh yeah that sounds like a good b-rated horror movie definitely b-rated mm-hmm. drive through drive through clown named horny mm-hmm. well speaking of uh, speaking of b-rated <laughs> and horror movies uh did you guys remember that old hbo movie back in the 90s it's called uh, killer space clowns from outer space Sure do. Yeah, it's now a video game. Nice. Cool. I'm kind yes. of shocked 
that they didn't already. I'm ex I don't know, but I'm excited about it. I, the trailers look insane. Boys. It's going to be it's going to be a horror survival where some people can be uh, some players are the survivors and other players are the killer clowns and you're to escape and trap the clowns while the clowns are to either kill or trap you. There's so many clowns there. That's like so many clowns. Clown <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> what makes it even extra awesome clowny? is that it's and clowny is that it's from the original uh, artist for the music soundtrack and the original script writers from the movie. Nice, nice, cool. Okay, so as I was saying, though, we're all, most of us are going to share a ghost story tonight uh, of some kind, some kind of haunted, haunted woo-doo, witty woos, um, not taken from Wikiwee Woo, Wikipedia, Wikiwoo Woos, for all of you out there that know what I'm talking about. Um, it's probably a rarity. Anyway, um, for those who you... don't, it's the Wikipedia for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I, I didn't introduce our other guest. I'm sorry. I'm awful. Um, <laughs> there, no, you. Oh. So our other, <laughs> our other guest tonight is Brooklyn, and she is a true bona fide listener. Yes, she is. She's yeah. probably like the only other listener that we have in the world. She's our OG. <laughs> she, she is. Uh, yeah, so. I don't know. Do you want to go first? Or, Winif, do you want to go first? Who wants to go first? That's what I'm saying. Oh, you know what? Actually, I take that back. You think of a number between one and fifty. I'm pointing to Billy for Three. people that can't see. Wait, 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 Nick, don't go. You have a number oh. stuck in your head, yes, Billy. Yes, I do. Okay, Brooklyn, pick a number between one and fifty, but you got to say it out loud. Twenty-seven. What do you guess, Nick? Seventeen. Okay, I'm gonna guess three. The number was fourteen. Oh, Nick, you get to go first, and then it'll be Brooklyn, and then it'll be me. Oh, damn it. I was really hoping I was going to go second, but okay. I should have stuck with three. I mean, you can go second if you really want to. No, it's okay. I got to pull up my vagina and man up a bit. So I guess I'll tell my first story. Oh, God, Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, shit. My son's sitting right next to me. I forgot. I better wash my mouth. <laughs> Do you want to wait till you get home to tell your story? Nah, he knows about this story and it still scares him every day. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, go for it, so, buddy. So back in my old home, there many, uh, I'd say, oh, see, Allie, my niece, Allie, she is now 21, I believe. 20. No, 20? She's 20. 20. Uh, so I would give about 15 years ago. I went to an antique mall and I found this really interesting box. Well, I like the design and I like the, the, you know, the weight and size of it and picked it up, found out it was a music box. So, you know, we wind it up and you open up the lid and it plays this song. So no, no little ballerina pops out of it or anything. It's just, just a normal old, old antique music box. But the, just anyways. 
So I bought it, not thinking anything of it from an antique store. And then I ended up giving it to my niece for uh, her birthday when she was you know, very little. And she... Happy birthday! <laughs> and she... she <laughs> okay. And she really ad admired the thing and she'd play it often. And so over some time, whenever she's... They're from Spencer, Iowa. So that's a ways away from here in Lincoln. Um, it's about a good four-hour drive. So every other weekend or every month or so when she'd come to the house and visit with my sister um she would always go up into the kids playroom and that's where her music box set and when she's playing in the toy room with her you know her sister or uh, any of the other kids in the family or whatnot then she comes and tells me about hold up did you say her and the kids in the vampire no, other family kids. Oh, I, okay, never mind, just kidding, go on. So Allie likes to play with vampires, and, you know, and they do this little sacrificial thing. Uh, but she, it, she came and approached me at one time, and she started talking about a little boy in the toy room. And I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, well, tell me more about this. You know, and I'm just being, you know, smart Alex. Like, oh, that's cute. She's got an imaginary friend. Well, she says, yeah, the boy, his name is um, September. And I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting name. And I thought nothing of it. Um, she, for a while, um, would would talk about September and either September did this or that, or this is what they played up at the toy room. And this is going on for, for several months, for a good couple of years. And so I found out actually within that first year, um, I got really curious and it was around the fall season. And I went and asked about this, um, antique boxes. This is when I started getting more into the history of things, of the paranormal and anything that I usually buy at an antique. So she, oh, sorry, I went to, I went back to the mall, our antique place, and I asked um, if they, if she had any history to this box. Like, hey, where did it come from? Who sold it? Um, I just want to know if there's a little background to it. Well, she's, the antique dealer told me that she wasn't too sure about um, the history of this music box. And she said that she'd get back to me as soon as she can. So about a week or so later, I got a phone call uh, from Aardvark Antiques. And she said it was the antique dealer. And she told me that uh, she did get a hold of the the previous owner who was selling the box and she wanted to know if I would be willing to sell it back. I said, no, not really. Um, I, I kind of like, like the box and my niece has an attachment to it. She told me then, um, the story of this box. So while my niece has had this, telling me well as as for some time as my niece has always had this imaginary friend named September and kind of 
had to put two and two together when the antiquer told me that the previous owner told her, as she had written down, um, there was a boy who once owned the box. It was a gift from her mother. It was a gift from his mother. And he, back then, uh, it was 19, or all, I can't put a date to it, I'm sorry, but all I know is just the early 1900s. And he just had a fascination with the box. It was his gift from his mom. Um, and he'd carried around with them wherever he went and a majority of the time anyways. And this kid had a mental disability. Um, he was autistic and he had something else with him. I can't quite remember what it was, but he, uh, he was bullied and picked on at school. And anytime he can get away, he would play the music box because it was a song that his mother used to hum or sing to him. So it was, it, it was comforting to him. It always made him feel better. Are you going to sing the song? I feel like you should sing the song. Sing us a song. Yeah, sing okay. A song, sing a song. Pity, ah, pity, eh, No, that's not the song. What was it? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Really, do you remember what the song was in that music box? Um, wait, wasn't it? Wait, you're not the one drinking. What? Uh, it was a uh, green sleeves. Yes, thank you very much. And it was green. We're yeah. up, by the way, so I'm sorry for life if listeners are listening. I'm hungry. Drinking <laughs> makes me hungry. goddammit. it. For those, uh, and not a lot of people know what the song Green Sleeves, hold on, not this stupid. Yeah, he's either. I'm here, wait, what did you say? Okay, so, yeah, so, huh? So they're talking about a game that they play. Sorry. Too much lame. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding, it's not lame at all. It actually looks really good, I don't know. Kind of play, but I'm not very good at those games. Okay, let's go on. Wait, what happened? Okay, so the the song that I would play was Green Sleeves, and it was always comforting to him, and it always make him feel better just to get away from people and drama and stress and all that. Well, yeah. one winter he um, it was a heavy snowstorm during school time, and the students were told to stay in school until you know their parents were able to come and pick them up. And while the boy ended up, um, well, he was, he was picked on and bullied to an extent to where kids were bored and they just didn't have anything else better to do. And they teased him and started beating on him, uh, according to what the teachers have reported. But he ran out of the school and he left and he was carrying with him that music box. That's and so he was he ended up being missing um parents never found him he never came home days turned to weeks weeks turned to about a month or two and then as soon as the snow started melting um uh, a farmer found uh the boy frozen under the river with the music box clenched in his hand surprisingly enough that the box had survived um, 
you know, without any, you know, serious wet damage or anything like that. But um, the box, like I said, the box was unique looking and it just looked really nice. And um, not, how I don't know what kind of a wood it is, but mahogany or whatever, but, um, but yeah, so anyways, he died, drowned, and there was a funeral for him. Um, and come to find out that the little boy that had this um, disability who carried with him this music box, his name is Seth Kimber. And for as long as this has been going on, bum, 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 Allie's been calling him Seth Timber because of her age and the pronunciation. It's almost like you forgot you were on mute. I mean, I might have. It's fine. Yeah, so we have a ghost that haunts the house uh, at my parents' place um, named Seth Timber. And still to this day, Allie's 20. She still calls him Seth Timber because she remembers the story very well. Um, not, not too well, but she remembers the music box. She didn't really remember the story until I started telling her about it. And then she's starting to remember it. But she just... Uh, um, just at the time she re- she admired it and I, I believe the ho- the box is still over at the house and but also growing up my son Caleb in the same playroom which is very re- weird because back when I was living with my parents the play the children's playroom used to be my bedroom when I was younger living in that house so when Caleb was young playing in that playroom uh, he was about five four or five and he comes downstairs and he says Grandma, Dad, Racine Juana says hello. And like, who's Racine Juana? He goes, Racine, Racine Juana. She says hello, I love you. So we're thinking nothing of it other than, well, why don't you show us, you know, go show us in the room. So as soon as we start going upstairs to the second floor to see who this person is that he's talking about in the, in the playroom, he points to a picture on the wall, and it's a drawing of my grandmother. He says, that's Racine Wana. Well, her name is Wanda Rexine, and Caleb was pronouncing the name differently. And as for a four-year, he didn't even know my mom's mom's name. Thank you for sharing that awesome story. Yeah, thanks for sharing. That was really creepy. I like, I like that story. Honestly, if I was that little girl, I wouldn't have like thought about it fondly later. It would have freaked me out for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think Caleb's got a couple more ghost stories at that place sometime that we can share. Um, especially now, recently, we've been having more weird phenomenons happening in our apartment. Um, still, in in reference to that uh, that fish totem that I have hanging on my wall, I might have to give it to you, Laura, when you move here. What? I okay, remember the, so the fish totem. I know about that fish totem. I got to hear that story. Oh yeah, Billy got to hear the story. Yeah. See, because Billy's awesome. It has an awesome, Whoa. cool, deep voice. Uh, oh yeah, Caleb says it even has a deep voice because he's been hearing this voice talking through the. Um. Okay, so number two is Brooklyn. Sorry. And you're up, Brooklyn. Okay. So, um, it's your turn. 
so my story is more uh, local legend based because I don't have a lot of personal paranormal experiences, but this one I do. And um, so I'm from Missouri, central southern Missouri, near Crocker, Missouri. And that's where the location of what is called Crybaby Holler is. And I've looked into this because there are stories of similar content across a lot of different states in the U.S. And I don't know if, like, if it freaked me out because it was just a story that was told in the area or if it has, like, some truth to it. Um, but Crybaby Holler, it's kind of told in many different ways, but my dad is the one who told me about it in, like, 2008-2009. And he took me and my friends down there in our minivan and we parked on the gravel road and there's like a low water crossing for a creek and the creek empties out into the Gasconade River. And my dad was telling us this story and it started off that the pioneers were all like moving westward along a bunch of different trails to go and find new land and homesteads. And on this particular wagon trail through Central Southern Missouri, which rock me like a wet. Sorry, that yeah. totally made me sound oh, that yeah. thing that which um. is which is really really close to like old Route 66, and that's kind of where the highway came from. Yeah, it's because it used to be like it, it used to be Pioneer Trails before it was even Route 66. We need to be cut off. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Brooklyn. And um, so when my dad was telling the story, he said it was during Pioneer days, and they were. You know, there was a woman down by the creek, um, and it's kind of told differently whether it's by the creek or by the river, um, but she was by the water with her baby kind of in like a, a basket sort of thing that they had at the time, and the baby was next to the water, and she was like cleaning up or doing something and wasn't 100% focused on the baby. <gasps> Uh-oh. Yeah, and... We need a shocked voice. Do a shocked thing, Nick. Nick, do a shocked thing. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not a that's not a shock thing. That's I don't oh. know what that is. <laughs> <sighs> yep, oh, that works. Like shocking, right, like a Anywho, like a shock or horrifying shock or electric shock. Uh, like a horrifying. horrifying. Shock. Okay. <gasps> Yeah, okay, that's okay, that probably how she was, for real. Um, so, the mom wasn't paying attention, and the child started fussing and sort of moving around, and the basket and the baby fell into the water, uh -oh. and the baby drowned. Mm -hmm. And That sounds like a bad story. The way my dad told it is that the mother just, like, went insane after the loss of her child, and I there's different ways it's told, but it's told that she was left behind by the, the wagon train mm -hmm. um, because exactly. she wouldn't leave her baby. She wouldn't get on. Well, I mean, it was her fault that the baby died in the first place. Let's be real about And that. she also didn't know how to take care of herself to the point of surviving alone. Oh, God. It was a Donner party thing. <laughs> and so eventually she passed away there, too, just probably from starvation or cold weather or whatever. Um, but it's more likely that you're going to go there and hear the baby crying. Ooh, around wow. around 11 to like midnight is when I've heard it. 
You've heard it yourself? I did. So in 2008, when my dad took me down there, he was telling me this story and our, we, we just got a brand new minivan. It was like, there was nothing wrong with it. And it started, the engine started sputtering and the lights started flickering in the, uh, in the van. And then it just died. And then my, we opened up the windows or not the windows, but the doors so that we could hear what was like going on outside and we could hear the crying. That's terrifying. Oh and then my dad was like, like me and my friends were all like screaming and freaked out. My dad was trying to like start the van and it wouldn't start. And then like literally the second that it turned 12.01, the car started and we were able to drive away. Wow. So that's like my experience with this. And there's been, okay, so I did some research to figure out like, is this just some crap my dad pulled to like freak me out? <laughs> like, did he have like someone off in the woods making a crying sound? Yeah. Did he like fake all the car stuff? Like I like- Or was at, it like an animal or something? Yeah. Because yeah. like bobcats and wolf, or not wolf, but uh, foxes mm -hmm. can both make kind of baby cry sounds. Yeah. So I was like very analytically going into this. I'm like, this can't possibly be real. Science can't You would be this. a really yeah. good ghost adventure. You she would be a good ghost hunter. And yeah. she was like, I've just like questioned it my whole life. And I was like, what else can I find online about this story? Oh, you know what I just realized? Damn it. We don't have a word of the night. Oh, that's so sad. Yes, oh, it's no. fine. Yes, we do. What's the, word of the What's the word of the night? Well, the word that I want to say will get everybody drunk. And the word of the night is Nick. <laughs> I get drunk on your love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take a drink. <laughs> Nick. God dang it. Full ass. I like to call you that. You know that, right? But it's all with love, sisterly love. That's not yeah, weird are, at all. Are we, by any chance, are we able to do video on this Zoom? No. I mean, we totally can. We totally are not going to. Why not? Because we're doing it. Because Billy's leaving. Oh, I guess not. Okay, so it won't let me anyway because it's being a yeah. Well, because I have I have somebody that wants to come in here and say hi on camera but you guys don't have to be I just thought in a little bit I'll probably he'll just pop in here and see if you guys will notice but continue okay. your story I'm sorry yeah. we we, we need to hear the story. story and this is really scary and babies are scary anyway yeah so. yes especially tell your story babies. right yes. um and it like I was Ooh. always an empath growing up. Like anybody else's emotions that were hurt, I also like felt the pain and would just like cry. Um, so just the thought of this like poor little baby, like infant ghost being trapped here forever and just crying all the time, like made me immensely sad and horrified. Terrible. Um, so bad. So anyway, that's why I, like it stuck with me this long and why I can, it's the only one I can say that is like, there's a high probability this was like a real encounter um, but I did some sleuthing on the internet to try to find if, if there's anything out there. Cause like, we're talking about a town Crocker, it's like population 300. Like it's not a very densely populated area and it wasn't very densely populated at all during the pioneer times. Like there probably were no people. <laughs> it was, it's still kind of that way. Um, so I was like, I have no idea if this is even going to be online, but I found this website, um, 
and it looks like it was made in like the early 90s and they never updated it to like look like a modern website and it just has like text on it it's just like a plain website with text on it so i have no idea about the validity of this website or the people who wrote it but it, they sort of collected up the people's encounters of crybaby holler there and one of them was around 2008 and I think it was November 6th of 2008 was what it said in the in the writing and she and her boyfriend went down there and around it was like 9:50 or not 11:55 whose wine is strong <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what are you drinking tonight you're not drinking anything nick just kidding just just shut in your mouth um, we're drinking, we emptied two bottles of barefoot wine, uh, fruit, fruitascos, fruit, fruscato, fruscato, just kidding. I can't read. <laughs> Jeff, when have you guys learned that I can read? Because I can't, I'm part of book club, but I can't read. It's all pictures. Okay. <laughs> Paint by number. So we got strawberry. And we got blueberry. We went through the blueberry really fast. That was really good. But we like mixed the, the strawberry and blueberry. I not very much though. It's like less than an inch. So then we got the strawberry and the strawberries are really good too. But I don't really like the smell of it. Okay. So just keep that in mind, listeners. If you get the barefoot fruit, that word, what what Billy said, fruit, fruit, scotto. I like moscatoes. The fruit scottos are about to be even better. It was like $5 at the grocery store. Super cheap. I'm telling you people out there listening, get it. It's so good. You'll probably just want to keep a bottle to yourself. Just buy everyone their own bottles. Just like, you know, like maybe your one friend likes peach. They had peach there. I almost got the peach. Watermelon. And oh yeah. And there's watermelon. There's a, but there's no banana. Is there a banana? Just Ooh, there's banana no banana. Wine. But been, ew, <laughs> ew, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's a uh, pineapple. We don't have to do a free ad for. for I know, life. but you know, we I feel like people need to this. know about this, and it's so good. And like, I just have a whole bottle yourself. It's all good. And I, I drank like two or three cups now, and it's good. No, she had what is it? Cereal bowls worth of wine. Yeah, she. This is her second cereal bowl of wine. Yes. Or something like that. It's not really a cereal bowl. Don't listen to them. They're, if they're you, liars. If you saw the glass, you would know that that is damn near a cereal bowl. They're liars. You order pizza, it's fine. It's fine. Pizza is coming. But it, I just looked and they said that it'd be like 60 minutes. And that's a really long time to wait for pizza when you're drunk and you just want some pizza. We really wanted tacos. But that's... <laughs> Nick and your tacos are not here. Nick and yeah, oh, Nick and your tacos aren't here. <laughs> Although you know, I think my tacos are probably better than yours. I'm just gonna say. Oh no, Jessica made the tacos for dinner tonight, and they're they're it smells oh, great. I thought they're really good because Jessica made them. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a jerk. I'm so sorry. I want to talk about the other. Thing I'm so online. sorry. Yes, we were talking about ghost babies. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm really excited though because I love this. not only. <laughs> we're watching we're watching a cat like crawl on top of somebody and it's great it's a good it's a good view okay anyway continue so online the the couple november 6th of 2008 they saw a floating glowing orb 
in the middle of the gravel road at the exact spot of Crybaby Holler. And it freaked them out. And it like messed with their truck. It was like a brand new truck. And it was the same year that I went down there. And so like, it's really freaky. I want to go there. I want to go too, but I well, kind of have a look of shock. Oh my uh, it's just my now, I do have to say, fun. one of the things I found out is that the person who owns the property that this happens to be on really doesn't like visitors being there. And so it's like a run through park and then like uh, leave like within mm-hmm. like a 20 minute to 30 minute span. Yeah, you really should not probably be going. I, <laughs> yeah, I so I would not there. suggest that anybody go to this location oh, because so um, it's been told that like Nick, you got connections, buddy. I feel like we, as a paranormal team, we can just grab these two, join, have them join for the night to the team. I would love And we would go, well, you went, okay, so Brooklyn's getting ready to move as well, but she's not moving to Nebraska, unfortunately. She's moving to Missouri. But maybe, you know, maybe we can get her and her boyfriend, Cletus, over here. Cletus? Cletus. Oh, it is Cletus. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> um, Don't to, forget his, uh, Huh? Don't forget his wife. <laughs> I know. Um, what is her name again? Clitoris. <laughs> oh, God, Nick. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get them to come and do uh, an investigation with us because that... I'll go if you guys can get a golf cart so I don't have to walk. <laughs> um, we'll make Nick carry you. It's fine. Oh. And if one of those backpacks, you know, oh, that yeah. they put like, the people in. Like I little love babies. It. I love it. I'll carry you. Girl. Just give me enough wine and I'll do it. <laughs> I, I will do it. I will crawl if I have to with you on my back. <laughs> I will be trying to walk and you'll be like this is not gonna work and I'm like no damn it we got this I got my walking sticks they'll take the brunt it's fine we got this I'm so sorry we're making a a spectacle of your crying baby thing (laughs) I must say crying baby joke but it's not a joke one of the cool things I found on this website there's sightings and like being able to hear the baby crying from the early 70s all the way till now Wow, that's wow. a really long time to so hear like, uh, sound like that in the same location. That is crazy. And so, like, some of the stories that people tell, they say, like, it was a homestead nearby and the kid got out, like, a very young toddler. Like a still three-year-old? Mm-hmm. And, like, got lost in the woods and died. I suppose it's possible, During, but, like, like a storm or something. But, like, there would be, wouldn't there be the main, evidence that there'd be something, like, a homestead there? Well, there used to be a house down there, but it was, I think that they say it was built in the mid-1900s, or, I meant the 1920s, that's not the mid, that's the oh, beginning. Right, no, no, <laughs> like in 1920s. the 1920s, but the majority of the stories I've heard have always been, like, late 1800s during pioneer times. Mm. Um, I would probably go with the pioneer like, times. I mean, so, like, as people continue to tell the story, it's going to, like, change over time, or they're yeah. going to adapt it or remember it wrong. Well, I mean, it's been, like, over 100 years old, so, yeah. And it's credit. all word of mouth. Right. Like, in this location. Of, right. You know, all the people who are around there and have generations of people that have lived there. Well, and I'm pretty time. sure that, like, in the, uh, like, Oregon Trail kind of days and that, that they wouldn't, they wouldn't, when they buried, um, 
people, they wouldn't post a uh, rock or anything if they, unless they were over the age of like, I think six or seven. Mm-hmm. And there's no marked grade. Really there, yeah. Yeah. There, there's nothing to signify that this is like a specific location that they know about a specific event happening, but it's been told word of mouth. And a lot of people from the pioneer days did start settling in, in and around that area yeah. and then built railroads through there. What do you think, Nick? That's, I, that sounds cool. Like I, the, just the fact that she had like personal uh, encounters and, and knew people that had personal encounters. I mean, that's kind of hard to fake. Yeah. Now, even through that experience with my dad, so I called him before this, just to, like refresh myself on the story. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's weird. And here's the story. And this is what they say. But like, I don't think it's really a ghost. And like, you experienced that with me and you don't think it's a ghost. He goes, well, I really don't believe in that kind of stuff. And I'm like, quit gaslighting yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Oh my gosh. Literally gaslighting yourself. You need to take a drink. Okay. Her- her thing's like almost halfway full. Mine's just about empty. And drink cereal bowls as fast as you. Drink the cereal bowls. Drink, 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 drink. Okay, so I guess that. Oh my god, this is what peer pressure looks like. This is. Oh my god, <laughs> I am that evil peer pressure person. <laughs> on mom, Wednesdays we wear pink. My mom told me it would happen. I didn't think it would happen in my mid twenties. <laughs> And with a 40-something-year-old, that's, it's fine. It's completely normal. If you're with an adult, it's good. We're not going to die. We're getting pizza, okay? I mean, doesn't that soak it up? I mean, I know that's not real, but in my head, that's what I It's pretty much all the story that I have. It was kind of scattered. No, I really liked it, actually. Like, I really want to go check this place out now. Like, it, it, it genuinely makes me want to go experience it for my own. Now, in my research, I found that there's a place in Alabama that's also called Crybaby Holler. This one's a little... (laughs) And this one goes over, like, a taller bridge. And they have, like, all kinds of more crazy things. But I think it's more populated in that area. What is it with bridges? That's what I, I just have to say. Like, what is it with bridges that all these ghost sightings are, like, with bridges? Well, I think with Crybaby Holler in Missouri, the bridge only is important because you go over the bridge to get to the part of the gravel road that's, like, closest to the creek. Okay. Because, like, the creek is where the baby died. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, I don't know about the Alabama thing. I didn't look into that too heavily. But that's the other thing. It's, like, it's really weird that all of these, like, baby stories are all across the nation. Yeah. And they're like, there are local legends all over the place about this sort of thing. Yeah. So I actually, like my story tonight, I actually was going to tell one that I swear up and down, I swear on my whole life, like this is not drunk Laura talking. This is Laura, Laura talking. (laughs) That's a different Laura. But like, for real, I, I remember. So when I used to have my radio show with my friend, Chris, we went on on an investigation at a house and the house in particular had, when they went through it, they found this weird face of a baby in the basement on the wall. And when they broke through the wall, they found like, they didn't find remains, but they found like baby stuff in the wall. 
Now, when I went back to Chris to talk to her about this, to get the details, to find out exactly what happened, because from what I remember of the story was that it happened in the 1930s, 40s, when milkmen were still a thing. And the wife was um, married to a very abusive man. And she ended up having an affair with the milkman. She had a baby with the milkman. And the husband, who's abusive, knew that he couldn't have kids. So there was no way that she could have a kid with him. And he refused to accept the baby as her, as his own. And so the, the story kind of like fluctuates between either she or him takes the baby, puts him in a shoebox shortly after birth and burns it in the furnace in the basement. Yeah. And they said that I remember them wow. saying that they could hear cries at certain times at night next to that house coming from the house. Mm -hmm. Now, when I asked Chris about the story, she said, I'm so sorry. I don't remember that at all. Now my radio show was like over 10 years ago. So I don't blame her for not remembering. Um, she's the only person other than the people that actually own the house that would remember the story so i don't know it in detail so instead i'm gonna tell a different story a spooky story which she blocked me because she's mad at me because i don't believe in orbs and then she went like batshit crazy so yeah well we're not gonna get into that though tonight yeah i know that's a whole other thing buddy so <laughs> so I, for a short amount of time here in South Dakota, uh, lived in Garrison with um, a best friend, and we moved into an apartment that was above a coffee shop at the time, and <clears throat> it was downtown. And when we and her and I both, she's very sensitive. And if people actually know me, um, they know that I talk to spirits often and I usually know when there's a spirit around. So um, I didn't get any of those vibes, but I don't always right away, especially, you know, in a short little hour, quick rundown of like looking at an apartment kind of thing. Um, unless they're really strong, I don't, I don't usually always uh, come across them. So I remember... So the apartment itself was kind of built up like um, we were at the top of the stairs and the entryway and the living room were kind of a really long, wide area, okay? So if you, when you enter into the apartment, right away in front of you is the doorway to go into the kitchen. And then right inside the kitchen is the doorway to go off to the bathroom, okay? When you come back into the entryway and you go towards the, um, the living room, right away you see a doorway to go to my friend's uh, room. And then the last doorway that is in that room was my room. And both of them were pretty tiny. And we had huge windows, okay? And that that's was one of the selling points of this place. And her and I, we, you know, we lived there for quite a while. Well, it was about a weekend and she messaged me one day at work. We worked at the same place and she messaged me and said, 
hey, why'd you put all the cleaning stuff in the center of the kitchen? And I said, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't put any cleaning stuff. I don't touch cleaning stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm a dirty girl. I'm just kidding. I'm not that dirty, but um, I'm a little dirty. Uh, yeah, so I was like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't, why would I move the stuff out of the, out of underneath the, the kitchen sink? And put it in the middle and she goes well did maintenance come by and i said no not to my knowledge but maybe they did well so keep in mind i have a little chihuahua he's not always the friendliest to people that he doesn't know and then she also had two cats and so um the animals really didn't i don't know they didn't really freak i guess it kind of freaked out a couple times but then shortly after that I would be in my bedroom hanging out and I would have my bedroom door open and I would hear somebody coming into the apartment and I would hear my roommate's voice and I would say, Hey, and, uh, you know, tell her I'm in my room. I can't hear what you're saying. And then I wouldn't hear anything. And I would go into the living room and look towards the entryway and the door would still be locked and nobody would be there but me and the cats and the dog and i'm like okay no big deal maybe i heard other room other people living in that apartment complex whatever there were i think three or four other uh apartments in that area and didn't really think anything of it well then one night i'm sleeping and I kept my bedroom door open and woke up because I heard a noise and I happened to just glance at my doorway of my bedroom and I saw a figure standing there and I thought what the hell is my roommate doing standing there and then my rational brain was like oh she's clearly just checking to see if I'm home because she would work a lot of overnights I didn't she she worked a lot of overnights and uh, <clears throat> so the next day she came home and I said, Hey, uh, did, did you, did you stand in my doorway? Like watching me sleep, you creeper. <laughs> and she's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, somebody was standing in my doorway watching me sleep. And she's like, well, it wasn't me. I was working. And I was like, huh? Okay no big deal, whatever. Then we started, well, I started, um, she had a couple other experiences. I'm not exactly sure what all those were, but I would, um, often hear her voice in the apartment and she was not home and I knew she was not home. And, um, there was a couple times where, I would be in my bedroom and I would hear a noise and I would go out into the living room and a front door was open. I always locked it. I am a firm believer in having a locked door because I'm a single female and you don't keep that fucker unlocked. Okay. There was another night I decided to stay up and, uh, oh, so I, so I, let's take two. So, sorry. I, I decided, you know, there's something clearly trying to get my attention here and I decided to put my feelers out 
And the images immediately that came to my head was of a young boy from the 1960s, 70s era. Well, what came to my head is the fact that you said feelers. <laughs> feelers. Um, spidey senses. Oh, <laughs> no. And so I immediately that came to my head was a young boy who um, I had the feeling of being choked. And I thought, uh, Billy, I did not like it, but thank you. Thank you for your observation. Um, and so I was like, okay, what happened to you? like you little creeper what's what's going on and i didn't i didn't get creeped out at all by it um i if anything i felt oh that's cool oh, we hi. have a we have a fun a special guest tonight. i i like our okay really so special. for listeners that can't understand what's going on we have a puppet that just appeared on our call and hi how are you uh good i like it that's creepy yeah my name is cilantro and and i love i love your show you're like my favorite especially you you're my favorite (laughs) okay well thank you thank you for liking the show you're welcome <laughs> um yeah you're very handsome i know <laughs> oh boy i know i love it this is uh okay so the puppet is wearing glasses a superman shirt? um a, yeah superman shirt and yep. uh you know he's he's real nerdy cool it's good it's a good look Got a little tan going on <laughs> I work so, out. Uh, like Jacob Black from Twilight. Oh yeah, no, like that's totally what it is. Yeah, with no nose, he has no nose. I mean, maybe he doesn't need a nose, Billy. We don't know. Nobody True. knows. Nobody knows. No, <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> it's gonna nose. Nobody. What's that? You don't need to discriminate. <laughs> okay. Well, so you are welcome here. Yeah, you're totally welcome here. So uh, I well, wanted to come in here and tell you guys that. Yeah. Pretend you'd be frozen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay. Hi, um, so if I'm able to, I will try to upload that to oh. our face- Facebook page. Um, just look up Ghost Bar Facebook page, and you should be able to possibly see that video if I can upload it. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm not very tech savvy. That's fine. That's good. That anyway, weird. you you do look a little weird. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caleb yeah, no. So this in, So sorry about that. No, I loved it. Um, so this. So I, I, I just like had the feeling of being choked by this like being. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. And I knew like he wasn't intentionally like trying to choke me. He was just trying to show me like how 
he had died and I knew that it was from kind of choking, but I didn't get the feeling that there was anyone like actually physically choking him. And you're and sure I thought, Oh second. no, he totally hung himself. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is awful. This is a suicide thing, which by the way, if you're feeling a little depressed this month or next month or the month after or any month for therefore, please get a hold of somebody. You are worth more than just your body. Um, you are amazing and you are human and you are loved. And you new, are loved. And also remember that 988. 988. You hear that? 988. Super three fast numbers. Just dial it. You get somebody. It's good. It won't be me because I'm not on there. And remember, um, before you dial that number, you matter. And that's important. Yeah. Okay. So, so this, uh, this ghost um so i was like oh no like what happened and like i just had a feeling like he was really picked on and i thought oh my god did somebody fucking do this to you and like i just didn't really get that feeling so i just thought what the hell is going on and i saw him again another night um i was sitting up in bed hanging out in my room i had all the lights off except for one light in the in the living room and it was one really soft glowy light and I did have a little light in my bedroom as well on, but that was it. And I think I was playing on my phone or something. Who knows? I don't know. Could have been reading. But I happened to look up and I saw somebody zoom past my bedroom door. Now, once you get past my bedroom door, you run right into these wall, like ceiling wall windows. Like there's no, there's nowhere else for you to go. There's nowhere to hide. And I said, Amanda, you know, like that was my roommate. And I said, are you there? And nobody answered. And I knew she wasn't home. So I knew it was a spirit anyway. So I just kind of tried to talk to the spirit as often as I could, um, because I felt like he was probably pretty lonely. Um, and I did share with my roommate what had, what well, the images in that, that I had gotten. And she said, well, let me talk to she was in nursing school, so she would go to the coffee shop below us quite often to study. She goes, well, let me talk to the owner there. The owner has lived here her whole life. She knows a lot of the history. And I said, okay, sounds good. Come to find out, there was a, gen there was a boy in the 70s that was quite short and thought that he could stretch his body out by using his belt in the basement to stretch it out and inevitably ended up hanging. And the reason why was because he was picked on at school. Um, I, I never researched if that was actually true or not, but given that it was taken by a local, given by a local um, who didn't know that we had experiences, I would say it's probably pretty, pretty true. Um, one of the last experiences that I had of this spirit um, which even though, you know, he was like a teenage boy and just like a curious soul. Um, yeah, he was probably one of the one and only ghosts that I would say I would feel comfortable inviting to come live with me again. Um, even though he probably did the most active things ever. So I was sitting in, in the living room, which I didn't often do. I usually just watch things on my phone. And I was watching TV and I had a bag of 
uh, like chips or something that it wasn't chips. It was like crackers or something. <laughs> Excuse me, something that like had the base of it kind of splayed out. So like it kind of sat up on its own and I had it on a TV tray and I had it in front of me and the cat, the dog was directly behind me like a cat because he's a chihuahua and he thinks he's part cat. The cats were also laying next to me on the couch and we're sitting there watching TV and I hear a noise and my eyes immediately dart towards the bag of snacks. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I see the snack bag begin to rock side to side. So anyway, so the, the bag like begins to rock back and forth. And my first thought was um, that it was our, we had a window air and I thought it was one of that. So I placed my hand in front of it and I didn't feel the air. And I looked over at my window air, my in window air isn't going. I'm like, okay. What the hell is window air? uh like 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 the literally air. an ac that's like put in the window that oh, blows air an ac unit. okay yeah <laughs> an AC unit. yeah 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 all right sorry. sorry and so i'm sitting there and my dog is on high alert and both the cats have their ears and their heads perked up and i'm like yeah i know guys and I'm just staring at this bag that's rocking literally back and forth. And as I'm watching it, I see it begin to literally turn as if it's going to turn into a circle and face me. And I quickly grabbed the bag, stuck the bag next to me on the, on the couch. And I said, Nope, I'm sorry. Not today. I am watching my TV show. Go play with something else and continued watching my show and slowly but surely the dog and the cats both laid down and relaxed and I thought that's right bitch no <laughs> we are not going to do the we're not going to do the haunting right now this is my relaxation time I'm enjoying these fucking crackers or whatever they are and I'm watching my tv we're we're good we're not we're not doing anything else we're good we're done. Um, unfortunately, that was one of the last times that I had anything that I can remember um, off the top of my head happen with that, that ghost. Um, I do still think of it. I tried to quote unquote, get him to cross over. Um, but I don't think that he has. So I don't know. Anyway, there you go. So that's, there's that story. That was fun. Have you gone back? I have not gone back. Um, there is no longer a coffee shop below it. It turned into a cafe of some sort for a short amount of time. Um, and I never went to that cafe. And I don't know. I know that cafe um, moved here to Sioux Falls instead of living in that small town. So I don't know what's there now. And I haven't looked up to see if this is actually something that really did happen, but I think it's kind of funny that I immediately said it was a young boy who hung himself or, or had accident. I, I did feel like it was an accident. I really did. I, I had the feeling that there was just something that, that wasn't meant to happen. Mm 
and I didn't get the feeling that it was something that was done to him by someone else, but maybe, you know, just because of what other people said. And that would, that would play into the, you know, going to stretch my neck out, going to stretch my vertebrae out, make myself taller by using a belt. That's sad how bullying could create such a tragedy. It is very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Bullying's not cool. If you bully, fuck you. That's right. Shame on you. Nobody should be bullied. And also people who just stand by and say nothing. Yes. It's just as bad as the bully. hundred percent. Yep. Be a wiener. Drink more wine. Oh, you're already done with your cereal bowl. I'm not done with mine. Okay, I'm doing it. Doing it right now. Doing it. Uh, Drink it. Chug, 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 chug. That was good. Okay. Oh, now I'm going to drool. I'm sorry. God. Billy, do you know a story? I don't. Not tonight. Billy's Billy's not going to share with us tonight. I'm storyless tonight. It's all good. You, You already had a story, but you got another one? I got one for Billy. Oh, Lord. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Y'all might want to sit down for this because this is going to knock your socks off. Oh, I'm ready to get my knocks, shocks, socks, (laughs) shocks, knocks, knocks, off. (laughs) Where's our hard? It was the night. it. It was the night of 1987. Uh, I was seven years old. 1987, me too. Wait, how could you be seven? I'm younger than you. Night, I was in seventh grade. Wait, 1987. I was seven. No, you weren't. I was in seventh grade. Well, you were. You I were. was born in eighty. I was born in seventy-three. Anyways, go on. Whatever. So how could you be seven in 1987? I, lied. I was in seventh grade. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Okay, so 1987, okay, life yeah. happened. What's going on, buddy? Well, if we're going to be more accurate about ages, it was the night of 2022. Well, that's a huge oh. difference. Keep talking. I got a, a young gal was walking down the street when she came past a dark alley. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Stopped and hesitated as the hair, every hair on her body stood stiff. Like something was watching her and she knew it. She turned and she took a slight glance down the alley and she saw the most wonderful. She saw the most beautiful thing that she's ever laid eyes upon. reflection. She spoke out and said, What's your name, sir? And the voice spoke. They call me Nick. Now take a drink. <laughs> oh, God, we gotta get a drink. Oh, me and, me and Laura out of drink. Mm. I took a drink just for you, Nick. Oh, God dang it, Billy. You said it again. Oh, shit, I did. <laughs> and that was a great story. He that must not be named. And now we are at a lull. Has anybody figured out my, uh, my name this week? No, actually. Who dis? Who dat? Who dis? Yeah. New phone. Who dis? No, last episode. No, I think last episode I was Godzilla's southern region. Oh yeah, you were. Uh, you were Godzilla's uh, southern region. Maybe you made a joke about doing that for next week. 
Because somehow I already knew about it. Maybe I'm psychic. I don't know. <laughs> or psycho. I could be psycho. Probably both. Probably. Is what? I said, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of hot. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're into psycho chicks? I may or may not have dabbled in that kind of sorcery. <laughs> that kind of sorcery. <laughs> oh, I did think of a book recommendation. Oh, do it. I know we're like just like out of like order with everything. No, I love it. But one of my favorite books recently, it came out a while ago, but it's The Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls by Emily Autumn. It is looking it up cool. now. It's kind of a mixture of like a mental health story that she wrote about her own personal experience in a mental hospital. But she like weaves in like a ghost story in an alternate dimension. So what was the book you and I read about the lady that sends ghosts free? Oh, that's uh uh It's a Wonderful Midlife Crisis. Excellent read. Theories are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Why is everything that I want to read from you is all just audio on my fucking thing? I don't want audio. I want the actual book. Oh, there it is. Yeah. The, oh, but that's in that's in a different language. Uh, the the softback you can still get of the Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls, but there's a hardback version that has like doodles and drawings and stuff in it. And for some freaking reason, it's like three hundred dollars now because it was Man. like a limited print. And it makes me really mad because I want that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Because I want, I want a nice, beautiful lunatics asylum book, and I can't have it. <laughs> I that those are words that I would not put together. I would like a nice, beautiful asylum girls book. Okay. Also, the Asylum Museum in Saint Joseph, Missouri, is a place you would really like, and it's not that far from Omaha or. I know you'll be in Lincoln, but it's not that far from Omaha. No, I would totally go. Oh, we should meet up. I want to go. Nick, we got to go. We could meet up. It's really Spun cool there. Fun, sponge time. Sponge it's time. Sponge time. Fun <laughs> sponge times where it's, where it's Squidward. hard. Squidward time. Yeah. Okay. Wait, where are we going? We're going to Missouri. Don't don't fight me on this. We're going. Okay. Who we go like next summer sometime or something. It doesn't have to be soon. Who are we going Spring, with? Springtime as soon as the highway's clear. We're going. Who are we going with? Uh Billy and Brooklyn. And and Cletus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. You had me at Billy. <laughs> All right. And, that's good. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for taking the time to listen. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and you can find us on Facebook and we hope you'll, you'll join us for the next Ghost Bar episode. I thought that was my line. Um, we'll I mean, it can it. be. <laughs> well, then in that case, we'll add another one. I'll thank you it. for taking the, thank you for listening and we hope that you enjoyed this episode and you can find us on Facebook and we hope that you will join us next time at the ghost bar. We'll go with both of them. I like that. <laughs> Cue music.
bloopers that you may have missed. Now it's not going to be funny anymore because no. we're recording. Do we have a Sasai? So how'd you how'd you talk billion to joining? Uh, I I basically like confiscated my confiscate, house. Yeah, took over <laughs> her house pretty much. Oh, and I brought wine. I mean, I, I always bring something, so I'm not just like you know taking over. I always bring something good, worth it. She needs to like wake up every morning. When she wake up in the morning, <laughs> uh, feeling like P. Feeling Diddy. Like P. Diddy. I think she should wake up every morning and look in the mirror and say to herself in the mirror, "I need to give Nick the sexy voice." <laughs> I I agree with that. Yeah, that's like a motivational speak right there. You know, like gotta give Nick. The I do that every morning. Every morning I look in the mirror, I'm like. I gotta give myself a sexy voice. My delivery, Finn, is on his way. Thank you, Finn. I want Yay. some goddamn pizza. <laughs> Sucks to be him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Now you know how I feel when I wake up with, next to my fiance. It just yeah. got awkwardly quiet. Come on, guys. You, you love waking up next to Jessica. Yes, that's definitely something to be proud of. We're gonna play a little game. A quick game. Okay. All right. Let's okay. play this game. So there, there's four of you, right? Yeah. I have four cards. Okay. Four cards. Four cards. Okay. And I'm gonna move them from right or from left to right. One, two, three, and four. Okay. Wait. So we're gonna start with the oldest to the youngest. Damn it. All right, that's Billy. And then, huh? Billy first. <clears throat> and each card is going to tell you what kind of a person you are, but Halloween edition. Oh, I love but it. Tell me what now? It's, it's going to tell the you the holiday edition. Holiday edition. It's going to tell you who you are as a person. Halloween, but Halloween edition. Okay. Can you put that in? I can't hear the man. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so this is Billy, the game. Billy just pick one, two, three, or four. Yes, and this is a game we created, so I hope you all enjoy this. Ready? I love it. Okay. Okay. Billy, pick. do I get? Oh, pick one through four. Yeah. yeah. Number four. Okay, here we go, Billy. You are a gremlin who spanks your wonderful ass with a fly swatter. Fuck yeah! I love that so much. <laughs> Oh, okay, I guess I'm next. Uh, I'm one through three. Uh, uh, we're going to go with number two. Split number two. down the middle. All right, who's number two? Yeah. Laura? Yeah. Okay, Laura, you are a person knowing a bit too much about serial killers. I mean, that might be actually true. So. Might be true. I don't think they're lying. Well, okay. I like to get spanked, so and you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Cody. Cody, one, you're next. Three. One you're or three. No, you're older than me. Oh, it's by age. Yeah. yeah. One or three. Yeah. Uh, three for Cody or Cletus, as he's known as. You are serving a. You are serving a man his own testicles on a sizzling fajita platter. I mean, that's not. <laughs> That's not totally inaccurate. And the man might be himself. <laughs> Let's be honest. 
I don't know if I'd serve my own testicles on a plate, but no, you, you serve a man his own testicles. Basically, you rip oh. his own testicles off. Never mind. That sounds okay. painful. Okay. okay. One. So one. You're number one. Number one. You are a puss. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. That's all? You're just a puss. That's so. it. Our Finn, our pizza boy, has entered our neighborhood and will arrive shortly. You guys want to do one more round before I head out? Yeah. Yes, please. Okie dokie. <clears throat> Is it the same order? Height, tallest to shortest. Tallest to shortest. Wait. Yeah, you're the tallest. I'm by far the tallest. Okay. I'm going to pick two. Number He's two. All right. Two words. Anal beads. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's about right. All right, who's the second tallest? I'm only 5'4". I'm 5'3". Wait, I'm 5'3", too, technically. I'll pick four. You are an octopus. You are an octopus giving seven hand jobs and smoking a cigarette. Sounds about right, but it would be a vape. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then Billy and I are tied, so you need to pick a number one through five. Do you have it in your head? Yes. Okay, pick a number, Billy. Three. I'll do five. Five. Oh, okay, so I'm next. Um, we'll do number one. Number one. You have a tendency of licking things to claim them as your own. You That's right. That is not not untrue that is very very true she literally did that to us yes she's I'm gonna go wait for my pizza he'll buzz all right what's my card your card is that you enjoy backing over a child with a buick oh that sounds awful she sounds she looks That's so unrelatable. sad <laughs> maybe like a demon child okay demon child i could do that hey nick what do you think of the recording sound <laughs> it out and she's, she's, she's so drunk she can't ask anybody anything <laughs> oh god she's the real what? podcast professional i'm not a professional i just pretend to play one 